Okay, we got Bob Matthews on, um, USAPL Meganat's best lifter. And Bob, we were just talking about how, so you hit a 930, obviously got best lifter. Um, you you out-totaled uh, a weight class up, and that was Ashton. He didn't have the greatest day, but still, right. it's, it's still a massive accomplishment. Out-totaled the 140s, out-totaled the 140-pluses. Um, the 125s had a couple bigger totals, but like in terms of even overall totals, you were at the top. Uh, and in terms of obviously the calculator with dots, best lifter of the entire tournament. However, you still feel a little bit like, ah, you have more in the tank. Yeah, I, I have a lot more in the tank, man. Honestly, I know I got the two accolades, champ and best lifter, but I was kind of disappointed in 2050. I think I, I for the day I wanted at least 2070, but that's always going to be me. I'm the natural competitor. I, I did 21 in training. I wanted to put that on a platform, uh, but with the circumstances and plus me cutting a tiny bit of weight just for the extra DOS points. Right. It wasn't there. And meat day is different. Meat day is different. So like, how was prep leading into this? Cause you've always in the last little bit, man, you've been smashing weights. Prep was beautiful. <laughs> it was beautiful, man. Ever since like immediately after Virginia, the Virginia pro, which was in December, January, I came out with some fire. Uh, February came out with fire, double PRs, triple PRs, single PRs. I was in route for hella PRs. And then even after I set those PRs, me and Marcellus took it back. We even hit more PRs running doubles back again. Total is booming. Yeah, every block is fire. Prep was the best I could ever expect it to be. And going into the meet, like going into the meet, I knew on my worst day, I could do some damage. There, there was a moment when I slid in your DMs and I was like, like you real, I forget what it was, what singles you did. You had like a, a gym total that was fucking getting crazy, man. I'm like, do you realize you're like Ashton Rouska numbers right now? Like you're right there. I mean, not even calculator, kilo for kilo. You were right there already based off of gym numbers. And you were like, we'll see what happens on the day of, but uh, it was getting wild, man. Yeah, that, the total you're talking about is 2083, I believe. And uh, that was my I, – I yeah, that was when I knew, hey, I could take Ashton's world record. Like straight up. Like, yeah, yeah. It was, yeah. It was, <laughs> it was yeah. crazy, man. It, like what was stimulating this in terms of like um, – like ever since you hooked up with Marcellus, you've been mm -hmm. killing it, right? So is yeah. it just like straight up, do you guys do more SBD days or more? Cause you're constantly, it appears as though you're doing SBD to a bunch of SBD days and doubles and triples and whatnot, yeah. but it's difficult because we just get the highlights, right? Yeah. So I, I basically look at it as meat day. We're always doing SBD. SBD is like it. Um, oh, ever since, ever since uh, last nationals, I didn't look at every SBD session as a meat day. Um, it only started until like, October, November, when I, my total started getting approaching 2K. And I was like, hey, I could total damn near 1,900 every other week, every other fourth week of the block. And then I'm like, okay, you know what? I like this. Going to the Virginia Pro, hit the 2K, and now everything is about 2K. And my, like, I have to like hit 2K for the fourth week. If it's singles, if it's doubles, I want to bring that up to 2K. It's just the total for Fridays 
which is my SBD day. And it's like drilled into my head that, hey, if I don't hit 2K, that's trash. And now I'm trying to hit 2K on my week threes and stuff like that. It's just building the total like an SBD day. I mean, like a meet day. And it is that serious, to be honest. And it just grew and grew. And now my body's so used to dealing with the damage of what 2K does to you, you know? I'm so used to it now. And, and you do, so you do an SBD day like weekly. I do it weekly, but I build up into my heaviest SBD session. And it's, so when you do this weekly, like the other days are more volume or like, you know, like how many days a week are you training and how big is an SBD day in terms of length? Oh, I'm, I'm training four days a week. My, my, my easier days are Monday, Tuesdays. And Wednesday. So those days I'm doing variation work, um, higher reps. I'm I'm busting out accessories crazy. Those are key. No shit. Um, I'm probably I'm not touching a squat over let's say let's say six thirty six hundred thirty pounds. I wouldn't even go over that. Deadlifts. I'm not even going over six hundred fifty pounds. Oh shit, Thanks. man! Wow. Yeah, I don't really like posting my secondary days. They're trash. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And bench, bench is usually always intense, but it's usually like a close grip on my secondary days. And then the, the, those days don't tax me that much. So I'm going into my Fridays pretty, I did the work, but I'm not fatigued, you know? So I'm yeah. going to not beat up. And those Fridays, they last, people think I'm joking, but they last five, six hours. Just yes, just last night, I had my first SBD session back from nationals. It was a deload. I got to the gym at 7, and I left at 1 a.m. Damn! I, had, I, got, I got a lot more accessories now, um, and I killed that. My body is feeling it right now as we speak. My hook grip thumbs are dead. You know, you, your body's not used to training after right after the meet, especially taking six days off, but I'm feeling it right now as we speak. But, yeah. So it's, like, very much, like, backloaded on that SBD day for, like, in terms of weight intensity, but everything else is just like work, like work, sub max, getting reps in, and yeah. just that's where you're building. Yeah, and it helps me. Like, you'd think you can't get much out of a 500-pound, 600-pound squat on a Monday, but my range of motion on everything is pretty long. I feel every, everything. Yeah. It, I feel everything. It, it's submaximal, but I feel everything. My God, like, I have no idea. <laughs> well, what's the rep ranges on this? I'd say for a top set, like, since we're far out from a meet right now, a top set on a Monday is looking like a top set of five. Okay. Um, same thing for bench and deadlifts. I'm even introducing conventional in for the first time in a whole last year. Um, my back downs are in the sevens and eights. Accessories are in the tens and twelves right now. And, and then when we get to the SBD, it's obviously a lot more specific. Yeah. So you get a shitload of volume. Do you know how much weight yeah. you, like how many pounds you shift in like a week? No idea, but it's a decent amount. I have no idea. It's a decent amount though. It's, and so this it's is, increasing. Yeah. Like as your body gets closer and closer to the meat, it increases. Well, no, I meant what I meant by that is my baseline is increasing, so my back downs are getting heavier and heavier and heavier and heavier each each block. But like 
more importantly, each few months. Because I'm noticing, yo, Marcellus, my back down used to be 400 pounds on squat, literally. Now my back down is 525 pounds to start off the block on squat, which is crazy. Yeah. And you're doing um, that for bench, like sets of eight and whatnot? Fours and fives. Okay, okay. Fours and fives. For my, yeah, pretty much. Freight but, um, you're shifting a lot of yeah. weight then. I try, man. I gotta, I gotta catch up to these monsters. There's a lot of monsters in this world. Well, who are you <laughs> catching up to? Do you think? Because, like, leading into this, um, obviously, like your teammate Ashton was a big one. But so people kind of yeah. eyeball on that. Is that really? Was that the big one that you were thinking? Like, it, it was it Ashton that you're trying to catch up to, or was it who was it? Who were who the monsters you're trying um, to chase? Well, for the future. I don't count me catching Ashton at all right now. Like that meet was nothing. For the future, I'm looking up to Taylor Atwood and Ashton. And I'm looking out for Rondell. Those three guys are the guys I'm trying to catch. I know Rondell hasn't competed yet, but he's in for something huge. Yeah. Taylor Atwood has the 600 legendary dots. My goal is 600 dots this December. If I can't do it, it'll probably be in March. That's what I'm looking at for Taylor. It's the dots. And for Ash, it's absolute total. And then I can't miss out on Petrie because Petrie's a monster himself. So those are the four guys. I'm really looking out for it. Petrie is on my ass. Ashton is definitely still ahead. And Taylor, he's got that dots rep. He can talk about dots all day. He's yeah. got it. So those are the guys. It Ashton is the straight up. Um, it's nine fifty five. Is it? I think that's his biggest, right? Nine fifty five point five. It's nine fifty. I think it's nine fifty point five at a, under a hundred. But I'm gotcha. not doing a hundred no more, so I'm just gonna focus on his absolute total. So okay, so you are done with hundred kilos. Yeah, yeah. Moving up. How big were you leading into this? That like, how much did you have to, to cut? Oh, uh, I didn't cut anything. Well, all right, my my average body weight is two nineteen, two twenty. But the day of, I just cut out hella sodium. I ate more than ever, and me cutting out hella sodium and liquids, I was able to weigh in at two sixteen. Oh, okay. So my more my walking weight is two twenty. So yeah, I I didn't cut anything. I don't cut. So do you plan on filling out? Because um, 110 kilos is 242 pounds. And there are some big fellas. Like, I know Ashton isn't, you know, filling out anywhere close to that either. But um, yeah. but you're bigger than Ashton. Like, you're taller than Ashton. You have a bigger frame you could probably yeah. fill out. Exactly. That's why – that's my trump card. I do think I have a cheat code to unlock because I'm still – like, I'm a lanky right now. I can afford to fill out 242 and it'll bless me, to be honest. It's not going to ruin my leverages. Um, I won't fill it out fast. Like, I won't, I'll fill it. I'll take as long as I need to. So by the end of the year, you're probably going to see me at a walking 227, 228. And next year, we can talk about that later. I'll probably be like 230s, who knows, by national. Um, but, yeah, that's pretty much the plan. I think I, think I could go about it pretty good because – I know my body has a lot of potential to fill out mm. and I'm five, I'm a standing five eleven. So, yeah. well, two forty two is still big. Like 
Um, do you track calories? You're going to have to start doing stuff like that to try to like eat as much as, because that's a big jump, man. 22 pounds. I track calories to the T. Okay. To the T and macros. Track yeah. everything to the T. So my game plan is going to be one pound every 30, 40 days. I'm very like, yeah, I'm very like, I'm super on the tee with it. What's your calories right now? I'm curious. We just upgraded it to four, four, four K, four thousand eighty. Holy fuck, dude! You, that's a dog. That is a lot of calories, man. That's nothing. Trust me. Um. When I was a 93, I was eating 2.8K to maintain 205. Um, I hopped on creatine. It ballooned me up to it, – it ballooned me up seven pounds to 215 when I was 208 at the time. And then I was eating around 3.5K. Going into the pro, I was eating 3.8K to maintain 220. And it still maintained 220 up until now. So we just upgraded to 4K. And I'm <laughs> – yeah, it's not even that much. Not even that much. Dude, in my opinion, dude, I can eat it. I can eat like a monster. Same. I like if I um, if you ask me, which could you eat four K? One hundred percent. But that is, I think, if you ask around, not a lot of people eat four K. But mm, God bless. Man, I can eat a lot. God bless, dude. You yeah, I mean, like three point eight. I, I promise, huh? Uh, like if you, uh, I was gonna say, I promise you. Yeah. Oh, it's lagging out. <laughs> That's okay. Um, you I go promise ahead. you, when I was eating, when I was eating three point eight k for like the last six months, I was starving. <laughs> I was absolutely starving. Really? Yo, yes. I wanted to. I was sick and tired of maintaining two twenty. I was no, sick and tired of it. I was starving. No shit, man. So, um, now, now I get to let loose. You're living the good life. I mean. If you, yeah, it depends on the foods you eat, but um, I'm mm-hmm. curious, man. I bet you, you eat more in Ashton. I bet you, you eat more than in, in for you Maybe. to, for you to fill out 110 kilo, 242 pounds. How many calories do you think at the top end this time next year okay. nationals is back? What do you estimate? Cause this, this could be crazy. All right. So. If, all right, let's say I just bump my maintenance up to 4.5K, which would be stupid. I'd probably be uh, probably be maintaining close to 230. To get to 242 and maintain that, I think I'd have to be eating in the 5Ks, to be honest. That's 240. That's 20 pounds heavier yeah. than I am right now. So I would, I would assume a good 1,000 calories on top of what I'm eating right now. To be honest, I could do that. What? Yeah. I also don't think I even need to fill out 242. You're probably right. If, yeah, I don't think I need to fill it out. If I need to, like if I'm like behind like a few kilos on my total compared to Ashton or any other monster, um, I'll probably be like, yo, let's let's unlock these extra trump cards and just go, <laughs> go ham. Let's just do it. But in my Literally. opinion, I could see myself early 230s at heaviest, maybe 235. Right. And plus, if I ever want to go to IPF route and I could do 105 or I could just do 120 as a small 120, very small 120. Right. So, yeah. 
105 is um yeah like it's such a stacked class in in the usapl yeah. like around that body range in the usapl and in ipf like because the 110s like ashton's a small basically he's a 105 right like he's a small 110 he's not filling out and yourself you could easily make around the 105 and then in the ipf the 105 is like very much stacked we didn't have anatoly this year because he's in ukraine but um like it's yeah that sucked but uh i mean he was best lifter last year so it sucks not to have him but um it would be I mean, can you imagine man all you guys all in one spot it'd be the crazy oh i want to oh my god it'd be the crazy really want to i want to go against anatoly emil mikey ash that would be amazing yeah that'd be amazing if we could have a class, because Anatoly, um, as a one of five, he was in the 930s. And, uh, you know, it's dude, the big thing is, is the traveling and whatnot. It would have to be somewhere that's, you know, I mean, South Africa was a tough one, man. You know, we did. Are you? Did, I think you paused here. You back? Yeah. What happened? I don't know, dog. I don't know. I don't know. But as long as you're back now. Oh, okay. But, um, is uh so so you've thought about going the IPF route or like what what do you think it is it kind of like you got you got some things you want to do first in USAPL sort that obviously you have goals you want to um, hit I'll be honest I don't I I'm not federation picky at all I'm just competition picky right if the the best guy is is if the best guys in USAPL hey I'm there if Ashton goes over I'm going over pretty much. Right. That's though. That's pretty much it. If he if he left, the incentive would just diminish for me to stay at USAPL. So it just depends on where the most competitive heads are. To be honest, the thing That's is, it. even even when USAPL was part of IPF, Ashton um, never really left US to compete. So I don't know if he, he if Ashton in particular, I don't think he's big on leaving the US to compete. Um, for whatever reason, it's that's on his personal and personal end, right? But uh, even yeah. when he was, even when he's the U.S. champ and the IPF Worlds was rolling around, you know, he he didn't go for whatever reason. So I don't I don't know if I don't see Ashton leaving U.S. I don't think so. But I, who knows? No, I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I'm just you know. Yeah, we talked about it, and he told me we talked about it, and it's it's, it's iffy. It's like fifty fifty. So yeah. I don't know myself. I have no idea. But um, we'll see after this, Sheffield. <laughs> and we'll he, here's the thing, too. What if you do go head-to-head with Ashton and you do beat Ashton? It's kind of like the next, right? Then you could, who knows, maybe then it's like, all right, well, maybe I conquered the world then. Or maybe, you know, go to Sheffield and want to conquer that head-to-head with, with Taylor. Mm. Um, you know, like you said. So there's like, yeah, you know, you just keep setting goals, right? Is, is yeah. Essentially. Yeah, I have a lot. I have a lot. I would say, like, if... If I were to beat him, it ain't a, it, it is a, be, beating him for a, like a one-time thing is not enough. It is not enough. It wouldn't satisfy me at all because he's. We're both the same age. We're both twenty. I'm twenty-four. I'm turning twenty-five soon, but we're we're pretty much the same age. He's gonna keep coming and coming and coming, and I'm gonna yeah, keep he's... coming and coming and coming. Yeah. Taylor is uh. Taylor's the goal to chase Taylor is more of a like chasing his stat stats. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have to be in the same comp as him. Yeah, pretty much. It's different. With, but those are my two top goals. Ashton Taylor, baby. Crazy. I came a long way. 
It's crazy that Ashton is still that young when he's been around for so long. Yeah, a lot of people don't realize that. Like a lot of people think he's way older than me. No, we're both the same age. We're gonna be at this for years. Cause he he I think he won USAPL Raw Nats the first time at like 19, man. He was like a teenager when he beat LS McLean. And it's like, holy fuck, who was this kid? Yep. I didn't and- even realize who he was until I think I did research back on 2018 match. I think that's the match you're talking about, right? Um, no, 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 no. Never mind. That was when he beat Keiko. That was when he beat Keiko and a few and David. Is it? Yeah, because because yeah. I remember. I think he beat LS when LS was the reigning world champion. LS was. Wait a minute. Might have been because the world's comes before US Nats. So LS won in 2017 and 18. And then, and that's in June. He won 2018 in Calgary Worlds. And then as the champion, I think Ashton beat him in 2018 and would have gone to Worlds in 2019, Sweden, but he he opted not to uh, for whatever. And I forget who went instead. But... um, Well, he was a 93 at the time. I think he was a 93. And he beat he beat uh, LS as a ninety three, and then um, I think that's right, man. But fuck, you know, you see so much powerlifting over the years. You get the sometimes the I, know. Events I think get it, it might have been, been David. David, David won. Yeah. yeah, David won and went to Sweden. You're right. David went to Sweden as a ninety three. Mm-hmm. You're you're right. And yeah. he uh, yo he pulled like eight. He attempted eight ten. Yeah, with a win, I believe. He ended Some, with a silver. I think he got a silver yeah. in the end. Yeah. That was, that was a good one. So maybe it's the year before. I don't know, man. Fuck. But because uh, because I know LS went to Worlds as an alternate. He wasn't the champion. So I think he lost to Ashton and went as an alternate and won. I think that might have been the case, yeah. but fuck, whatever. This, you know, either way, it's a, uh, you're right. Is it daunting to be like, holy shit, I'm going to go head to head with this guy for conceivably the next God knows how many years? Or is it like encouraging? Yeah. It's the it's definitely not. It's encouraging as hell. Because first of all, I'm gonna be. I'll be honest. Never thought I would be this strong to be even an inch away from Ashton. And plus, Ashton is my favorite lifter. Hmm. He he's fair. You could say he's the goat. In my in my opinion, he's the goat. If I'm rivaling that, I'm good enough. Right. I'm good. Right. So it's encouraging as hell. It's, it's so encouraging. It, to be honest, dude, talk about coming a long way. Like when you first hit the scene, like were you, were you always telling yourself, I'm going to fucking, I want to be like the best in the world. Or were you telling yourself, oh. like, did you think early days you had it in you when you were first hitting the scene? Definitely not. I, I only thought I had like state level potential, maybe national level potential. And I took those steps and then I just took it to the next level every time I hit that milestone. That's pretty much it. You never, I, I didn't expect it. Yeah. There wasn't even a, re, it wasn't even a goal to, to um, really do much after nationals, my first nationals. So it's, I'm just blessed to be here right now, to be honest. I remember when you were obviously like you were doing like the videos, the fun videos, just, um, you know, jumping over benches and stuff like that. And, uh, and I remember people asking like, when you're going to compete and you were going to compete and, um, your first competition, 
I, I mean, I think you came in like second or third or something or, or first or second uh, or one of them. And it was like, like to say you've come so far, you know, people might not necessarily know. You know how quickly people cycle into powerlifting. Pro- people probably don't even remember you when you first came in because they, they just started two years ago. Like, you know how quickly people come and go in powerlifting, man. It's literally like two to three years lifespan and they're gone. Um, but people who've been around or will see you and be like, holy fuck, Bob came up. You know, like yeah. you came up, man. We seen you yeah. grow as a, as a lifter to develop into what you are right now. It's like you're two different people, dude. It's awesome. I love it. I love the journey. I'm appreciative. I'm grateful. Um, and I don't take it for granted at all. At all. Like every pound I work for, and I'm looking forward to the future. Can't expect the same amount of gains I've made, but hey, every single pound I'm going to appreciate as I get added to my total. Yeah, the top is 16. Huh? The top end's the toughest, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'm I'm not expecting anything much of of what I've achieved in the past. Uh, The past year has been crazy. I've added approximately 300 the past six months since the pro i've added approximately 100 to my top end 100 pounds to my top end so from here on to december i can only hope for half of that and half of that is already insane that's kind of crazy and if you're adding body weight it it stands to reason that can happen for you so yeah you're satisfied with your 100 kilos and well your 100 kilo what you've done there you're like I've said all that needs to be said, winning the title, getting best lifter. And, um, you know, the nine 30, you're like, it's good enough. I can move on from this. I'm good. Not the total at all. I'm not happy no. with the total, but the fact that it was still able to grab two accolades, that was the least I could do. So that's why I'm not, if, that's why I'm not too disappointed in it. It was able to win national champ and best lifter. If I just total nine 30 KG and I was, that was, and I I would have been very, like, kind of disappointed. Mm. But, hey, at least I know I got big goals going forward, man. I'm just going to put it in the past, put it behind me. And, yeah, that's why my my, my Instagram meet recap was so eh. – I, I didn't even care to find the videos. <laughs> I know. you. Yeah, you, I, I was surprised. The videos. I'm done. But um, I am proud of my squat. I'll, be, I'll say that. But those bars were crazy whippy, and I was still able to – get 750 which felt like 770 i feel like my peak would have been 770 Mm. um had those bars been a little more sturdy um but yeah i'm looking forward and i'm i'm grateful for that very grateful for that meet taught me a lot it taught me a lot about every lift for me how how so like what was the vibe in in vegas like it looked while i was in south africa at the time so i'm i'm checking Mm. highlights it was tough man because i'm First off, I hated that they made USAPL Nats and IPF Worlds at the same time where people are like, I'm a powerlifting nerd. And this is, I've been one for like ever. So when the, these two monster meets at the same time, like, oh man, I'm going to miss like, uh, I'm only uh, catching highlights. I can't watch the stream. I'm only catching highlights. And I'm like, how did Bob do? How did, how did Russ do? How did, you know, and you're like, fuck, it's, it's over by the time I read it. Um, so anyways, I just had to vent that because that was tough. Quick to thing. I actually loved that because, all right, for Petrie, I was seeing if he was going to out-total the world champ. And for me, the fact that the the 105s went the day before, I was like, let me out-total the 105 champ. <laughs> Boom. 
So that's why I loved it. But the vibe at Vegas was, first of all, Vegas was beautiful. I loved it. I, I was not expecting to like it, like how I did. Um, in the warm-up room, everything felt good. Hey, the squats warming up. I felt great until that whip hit. I even like, I do a lot of YouTube, so I edit. And I put, I usually put a comparison of videos to see how the speed was side by side. And my 633 was my last warm up before I went for my opener, 683. 633 and 633 from when I squatted 760 in training moved the exact same. So then I knew, hey, I'm squatting 760 today. But when you put 700 on the bar, it looks different than 600. Mm. So it looked different than when I took it in training. And then that was when I knew, hey, you know what? 760 is not going to be there. But I can still take my option C, which is 750. And I was content with that. Boom. Bench. I ain't going to lie. Those floors, man. I'm not an excuse maker at all. But those floors were slippery. You got to adjust. You're took right. 474. And I was watching from the corner. Hey, Ashton isn't benching like what I thought he was going to bench. If he had benched the 474 that he did in his peak training, his training, I would have probably had to take it up notch to 480 or 485. So I went conservative on bench. Pulls was the most, oh my God, what the fuck happened, man? <laughs> I'm pulling, I pulled 20 pounds more than this and it got that tanked. I pulled 826.7. At RPE 10, nothing more. You could put a feather on that. It was not going up. That taught me a big lesson. That's why I say I learned a lesson going forward. To be honest, on every lift too. Like every lift you have to deal with the circumstances for the day. You're not going to, you can have a drop off of 50 pounds from your top end strength overall. You can have that drop off. And then pulls might not peak as well as you expect. So yeah, I learned a lot, man. I mean, Put it this way, doing uh, like, I know you got, you were comparing to like IPF worlds. If you travel 30 hours to a, another country with yep. multiple time That's zones, true. it's a motherfucker too. Like it's tough. Like, uh, so yeah, it's difficult. Like people, I know some people who, who aren't doing it, who might just be watching you. And like you said, all these variables that people wouldn't know when they watch the stream and you're like, yeah. trust me, like from bar whip to um, the floor to like, eventually if you end up having to travel to Europe or whatever, maybe worlds come to the U S at some point, but like still there's stuff that like you find out. So when you're there, you're not making an excuse to say it. You're, you're just saying, honestly, it's like. And it, it feels so bad when those factors actually hit. Like it is what it is. You, oh my God. I, it's I, real. It's one thing. Yeah, it's a thing before you're entering in the warm-up room for the competition. But when you're in South Africa at the warm-up room and you're actually on your last warm-up and you're like, whoa, this, this isn't how I expected it. Yeah. My opener might be saying that I know how it feels. I could expect it. Yeah. I know. It's crazy. You, like, you got to be yeah. able to um, adjust to the day mm-hmm. so that at least you don't like um, open up too heavy and you're like, fuck, I got no room to grow. Like... I'm going to start missing because I just, it's too like the shit isn't going on. Like we thought it was going to mm-hmm. weird things happen too. When you're cutting weight and traveling, obviously Leah Bavwa missed weight. And um, that's one thing when you have like a 30, like a massive travel and it's altitude. So you have to be in the plane for a long time. Like you could be in a plane for 14 hours straight. That's if you're cutting weight, 
weird things happen to water retention that when you land, if you don't give yourself enough time, it'll fuck you up too. worry about that another time anyways. But yeah, there's variables that make it tricky where it's like, shit, Yeah, people might not know. So when people make the recaps, like you were saying, like, I didn't want to mention some things, but I'm telling you, you know, some things happen, man. It's different than if yeah. you do a local meet, right? And you're like, I know exactly what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's way different. Right. It's way different. Even like, that's a backyard meet. Let's say even the Vegas, I'm not going to lie. When Vegas, that time difference hit, I was like, oh my God. I thought it meant from 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. Not 11 p.m. Vegas time. That was like, <laughs> yeah. It was crazy. It hit. But um, those are factors. Like, if you're ever doing worlds, fact that's a factor you gotta assume. I wouldn't go into worlds thinking I'm gonna hit what I hit in training. I'll be honest. You adjust, yeah, you adjust. But I would, yeah, you definitely. You do. just gotta win. Sometimes it's like they say this in sports. Period. Just fucking win, baby. Like at the top, when it when it, yeah. when it's like the when the shit hits the fan, the the wheels are falling off. Let's just get the dub. Let's just get that W, and like we could blow up a local meet if we want to, and just see what happens, right? Yeah. To be honest. You gotta, you gotta be prepared. You gotta be ready. That's why I try to challenge myself with these six-hour SBD sessions, yo. Right. Yeah. That'll mentally fo- create some fortitude in terms of like you've you've hit the you've you've had you must have had some tough days on some of those days. Like, huh. I don't I don't feel like I got six hours in me. <laughs> yeah. Yo, and I and I um create that. I help create that mental toughness with no pre-workout on my first oh two weeks. shit really it is tough yeah it is so tough i only take pre-workout twice a month and those are, are my last two weeks of the block it's so tough to get through the deload and the week two without pre-workout that's oh my god it's so tough <laughs> it builds yeah. a lot of mental toughness do you eat when you're there because by the time the sixth hour rolls around you're probably running on fumes you have to like like take a lunch break because it's like a shift. That's like a shift at work. Six hours is like damn near work day. Do you take hey. like lunch and be like, I gotta stop, I gotta eat to keep fuel? I, I have a bob shake. I carry a shake, a giant shake with oatmeal, bananas, almonds, pumpkin seeds, whey protein. It's probably two thousand calories. It nice. hits all my macros. I'm not, I'm sipping on it through the session. Never yeah. missing, never missing my macros. Yeah. But yeah, I, I I definitely plan that. I mean, you would have to if you're there for six hours straight. Otherwise, yeah. it'd be hell, man. Yeah, you, I'd be getting home at like four. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're, you're, no. Oh. Lead, leading into Mega Nats, was it a goal of yours? Like, obviously, you wanted a big total um, mm-hmm. and to be as pushed as, as high as possible and possibly out totaling like guys like Ashton and whatnot. But did you run the numbers and tell yourself, like, I think I have a very good opportunity to win? But like, was best lifter your goal? Was it like, did you actually think, because you didn't know what Ashton was going to bring, right? So were you like, I think this is the one, my goal is actually best lifter this match. Okay, so going in, I knew I was going to win the national championship. Right. Best lifter was like a goal, I would say 30-70. It's not 50-50. In my head, I'm giving Ash best lifter. I know he has it. But if you slip up on anything, I'm right there. So... It wasn't the most stern goal, but it's still in the back of my mind. Um, that's why I did like cut the tiny bit of amount of pounds. But Ash also came in light, and I did not expect that. So I literally 
I literally told him before the meet even started, you know, you got best lifter in the bag, right? Yeah. It wasn't, it was like a, the smallest goal in the world that if I was, I was going to be like Swiper the Fox. If I smelled it, I'm creeping up on it. But I did assume Ash was going to win the best lifter for sure. If he, if he had came with what he got, you know, Ash, he can easily got well over 580. Yeah. That's what I was prepared for. Right. And, and after you hit your 930, did you think this should be enough? Or were you like, fuck, that's not enough? Were you like, fuck me, I don't think I did? No, at the meet, that the 930 was all I needed. Yeah. So oh, oh yeah. In terms of, because I didn't watch it, did you, because you went uh, first though, right? I, I, I'm only doing reviews I, afterwards because I didn't see the stream because I'm a self on, on All right. So Ashton Mitchell's second squat. So yeah. he already needed to put a lot of kilos in the bar because I calculated an 800 pound squat into his dots. So since he didn't hit the eight, I kept it conservative on bench. And then going into deadlifts, he kept it conservative just so he could win the class because he would have needed like an 850 pull to beat me on dots, or 848, 850, something like that. So I pulled after him. I know I knew exactly what I needed. Got you. So I, I see I I'm looking at all the recaps and I got the scorecard pulled up, but I didn't see the live stream. Um, because when it was happening, I was uh working on the on the, our live stream. So I didn't realize you guys were in the same flight and, and working like that. So you could actually pull after him like that, which is yeah, nice. way easier than yeah. Yeah, good. yeah. It was nice. I, I liked how it was done. But yeah, yeah, pretty much. Ash had a lot of tank, a lot left in the tank on that last pull. So what did you talk to him about it? Like why he didn't have the day he that he wanted? He said he was partying and he was wilding in Vegas. Vegas. I see videos. I wasn't sure. It looked like it was after he's done competing, though. But uh, was he wilding out before he competed? Yeah. Oh, really? And and he lost a lot of weight. He he weighed in at like two twenty two. Yeah. So. He didn't come in, in his best. Why was he partying? Was Vegas just a party vibe? What was the vibe? No, like- Vegas is a it's vibey. That's why I came late purposely. Yeah, I came super late and I stayed indoors because I knew yeah. it was gonna be that that lit. It's gonna be lit, dude. Um, like Russ does not party, like he doesn't drink, um, like very rarely, anyways. And he was like, dude, like he got pulled in, and I see videos and pictures of him. Um, and I'm just getting highlights again because I'm in South Africa, but like he's got champagne bottles and they're like, like, you know, throwing champagne. Around. It looked like a rap video, man. The way like shaking it up and shooting it up, like they're celebrating and they should be celebrating. Right. But, um, yeah. and, uh, but it was like, fucking, it looked wildest and seeing everybody's videos at times, like I could see where you could get caught up and, um, yeah. you just got to try to like stay in your hotel room and hopefully nobody pulls you out and gets you into that some kind of was trouble. me. That was literally me, to be yeah. honest. What about uh, after it was all said and done? Oh, I just chilled. I had, well, I'm not going to lie. That drug testing procedure was the longest hour and a half, two hours of my life. Oh, shit. Um, we were sitting in a room just doing hella drug testing procedure things. And then um, all my friends went to do their thing, eat dinner and stuff without me. So I, I was just chilling in my Airbnb. And I was, I, wasn't doing anything. I wasn't partying, no nothing, nothing. But I did get to see the Las Vegas Strip. Um, it was super lit. It was my last night out there since we competed late. And um, yeah, I think the drug testing procedure saved my life. 
for <laughs> and it like took me it, it literally stopped me from partying what did um did you have to do blood or just urine just urine okay. i just heard ipf does blood too which is crazy it's blood and urine so it the things i'm not i don't know about you with needles um like i have given blood but I don't fucking like needles in my veins. Like, like a needle in my arm. I like, don't either. It's gross as shit, man. I mean, I'm talking, Bob. Okay. Like I can get a needle in the arm uh, uh, for whatever the shit. Fine. But when they tap your arm and the vein rises and um, I cannot see the needle go in that vein. If that happens, like, like, I mean, I'm putting on a podcast. Uh, like, dude, I, I like, I'm not good with it, man. Like I need to put on a podcast, look yeah. away. And I told, I tell the lady or the guy, I'm like, um, I got to get in my zone. So just like, do it. Don't <laughs> tell me you're doing it. Don't tell me shit. I'm like, I'm going to have my podcast on. I'm not looking and I'm focusing on my breathing. Dude, I got to like get in there. Yo, like I know. I don't like needles too. Honestly, I got um, out of meat drug tested at my gym. Uh, like, let's say six weeks ago. And I thought they were going to take blood <laughs> before <laughs> I squatted. <laughs> oh, before I yeah yeah he told me like an hour before and I was I wasn't expecting it but it was it ended up being pissed so that didn't do anything to me. that was good piss but yeah easy. blood yeah pee is easy but the blood man I don't like needles in my arm and you might feel lightheaded you got to squat after my mother was telling me don't take an hour before you squat because you can get a blood clot or something yeah oh yeah. Well, like um, Jonathan Keiko, he got, I think he got blood tested like twice in a week. Like they were on him. He was the champ at the time, right? So they blood test him twice. And then he goes to South Africa and they blood test him again. And it's, um, fuck man, it is what it is. Like it's all part of it, but I, that would be a tough week for me, dude. That would rattle my training for sure. Like, I do not like needles in the arms and shit. Yeah, I don't either. It's Go. it's it's not as bad. If you just piss test me, I could I just gotta drink a bunch of water in rock and roll. If you can't take a piss though, you you'll Yo. only, you gotta wait. On that podium, they all right. So on that podium, they wanted me to wait for the whole ceremony before I used the bathroom. So I couldn't, I basically had to save my pee. And it was there was no way I was surviving. That's why if you watch the the ceremony, I, I was missing for like when they called the hundreds, when they oh, called really? my name, everybody, everybody's looking to the left, like, like for a good minute. No, yeah. I'm nowhere to be found. And I asked the guy, yo, I can't hold it anymore. Let me just go pee. So we did the drug. Did we do the pee? Yeah, we did the pee, peeing procedure right then and there. And then I came back to the podium and we redid the podium. So we did it twice. Oh, shit. They redid it for you? Yeah. No kidding, yeah. man. And then the the best lifter podium was called after, but okay. that was it was funny seeing them look back. I I just watched the stream, <laughs> and then they were looking back. I was like, wow, I didn't even know I caused the hold up like that. Yeah, see, this is that was crazy. This is what um, like like I don't like missing this kind of stuff, man. Like seeing like hearing about it even right now, where I can see the scorecards, see the highlights, but like the, it's the fine details of like how it rolled out that like yeah. I've never missed it before. I've, I've watched, like I was watching the USAPL live stream, like for years, man. It's tough. Yeah. Yo, did you see David Wilson's 400? So 
Yeah. I see that highlight. And here's the thing. So yeah, I want to ask you about that. So I'm seeing it all after the fact, which kind of sucks because you know how the movie ends. I already know he had missed it. Mm-hmm. But so I'm like, well, how much did he miss it by? But watching it, dude, his knees, he just needed to lock his knees. And they locked for like a second, but not. They unlocked and they never relocked yeah, again. But mm-hmm. oh my God, man. Bro, he's literally, he's like the best deadlifter in the USAP. I'm not going to lie, yo. Yeah, he's gonna get that, and literally, if he competes in the next six months or whatever, that's four hundred point five kilos. Yeah, eight hundred eighty-two pounds or whatever the shit. It, but yeah. so he, for anyone listening, um, so he almost had Ashton with that. He jumped up like twenty-five kilo or something crazy. Ashton mm-hmm. had a spread, but on that day, Ashton was vulnerable. He's human, and Ashton actually had a really good post about this talking about how like he is human and how like things happen. And um, sometimes people talk to him like he's not human. And he's like, man, I got bad days. I got good days, whatever the shit. But um, on this day, he was actually vulnerable. And David Wilson loaded up with the big, huge monster deadlift, 400.5 keys, 882 pounds. And my God, it was as close to having a deadlift as you could get. And Marcellus, yeah. I, I posted it, uh, and Matt Gary was like, I remember the warm-up room. Everybody was like, holy fuck, yeah. crowding around. And Marcellus is like, dude, I almost had a heart attack. This is all going on in the comments. He's like, we were all like, holy shit. So you, were you paying no. attention at that point? Were you huddling yeah. around as well? Yeah. Yeah, I came back, and then I was looking at the TV, and I was like, what the fuck? This is after me? Yeah. Right yeah. after me. Yo, yeah, that's crazy. I was like drooling over it. That shit is crazy. You, oh, I think that's probably the second most insane attempt I've ever seen. Ina is the first. I was about to ask you, dude. I know. Oh my god, it was crazy, man. In my opinion, that attempt. I don't care if it was an attempt. He locked it out for a second. Yeah. That attempt was the most impressive feat I've ever seen in powerlifting. Better than, in my opinion, it was more impressive. It had my jaw dropping more than Ray's one one thousand eighty. It, it was the most impressive thing I've ever seen. Period. I I um like so I was doing the commentary for it. He opened up with three hundred forty five kilo, which is like seven hundred sixty pounds, and I'm like that for an eighty three seven sixty. This is like, like Angelo is an 83 with a monster deadlift. He finishes, mm-hmm. he finishes with like five, 357 and he's a monster deadlifter and is opening up within like close enough for, to him where it's like, and this is oh. opener. His second attempt is 800 pounds, 362.5. Mm-hmm. And it moved like a second attempt and he's covering ground on Delaney like, he went from like 10th place, like I'm, I don't know exactly, but like oh way God. far back to like boom to like a contender to boom. And then instead yeah. of pulling for silver, instead of pulling for silver, he's like, How much do I need to pull for gold? It's 847 pounds and he's an 83, 385 kilo. It's fucking like 385 kilo, it's 850 no. pounds. And he's like, Load up for, for silver, he could pr- probably could have got it. And he's like, No we load yeah. for gold he's a junior bob he's a he's a junior. i know yo i'm like what the fuck is, is happening that was the most impressive feat by far you should see my reaction to the attempt 
And then when yeah. he got it with his one leg locking out, yeah. and then the other, oh my God, yo, he's the freakiest deadlifter I've ever seen in my life. And he's going to pull 900 if he moves up a weight class or whatever he does. Yeah. So much is bright for his 83 future alone. Yeah. I could see pulling 400 kgs in a year. Yeah. And then we're not even talking about if he moves up. Yeah, I know. Yeah. He, 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 he's ha- he, he has to be happy. He knows the damage he can do. He knows the damage. I asked him, I was like, um, dude, like, like, like I thought he was just gonna load it up. You know, some people loaded up their last deadlift, tug on it a couple times, and it's like it's not gonna go. But when he locked that out, he locked it out for like a second, but he couldn't start slipping on one hand and then whatever. But um, I was like, Did you honestly think he's like, I got no idea? Sometimes you're just vibing and you're like, I don't know where my limit is today. Let's just load up and see what the fuck happens. And what it must be like for him to just load up, let's see what the hell, for it to come off to be like, holy shit, this might happen. It's a stiff yeah. bar, man. In South yeah, Africa. Man. That that meat was a, a meat for the deadlifts. Deadlifters yeah. stand up. Yeah. Jessica put on, Chance put oh, on. Oh, shit. Yeah, put yeah. On. That was a deadlifter's delight, man. Jesus Jessica, the biggest, de- the biggest deadlifts in IPF history. Chance. Oh Chance doing his damn thing. God bless. Come on, man. That shit was beautiful, yo. I was yeah. really hyped. Yeah, it was hype, man. Um, I'm. I hope all Enda needs is a bench press, man. He, he bench presses like uh, he bench presses like like Jen Thompson's bench press, but he deadlifts like fucking you know uh, Jesus Oliveira's like deadlift. Of them, yo. Yeah, he's gonna be something. He's young, like you said. He's a junior. Yeah, that's crazy. He's a young ass man. Um, what was probably your your standout moment that you had at USAPL Meganassis here? My standout moment was like, like, like or, or that list. you witnessed, or that you witnessed, like not necessarily what you did. Hmm. Let me see. Let's see. Petrie went in the nineties. To be honest, I was actually really happy that he won the nineties, and it was it put a smile on my face. Um. To be honest, it wasn't really much. I think that was low key it. And David's Mr. Temp. David's Mr. Temp was gold. David missed attempts and Petrie winning the nineties was pretty much the highlight for me. Yeah. yeah. Did, did you, did you see Russ in, in the 82.5s? Like Russ was going to, was the favorite to win, mm-hmm. but yeah. um, it's, it's still fun watching him do his damn thing, but. Yeah. Russ is a goat. I, I wish he'd move up to 90. I want to see him battle Petrie. I love it. Oh my God. We have so many future battles that are awaiting us, Right. but I want, I would love to see him versus Petrie. He's dominating the 82s, 83s way too. He's just hurting them so much, to be honest. Year after year, five-time champ. Yeah. Jesus Christ. He, he actually, he's thinking about doing, he, I, we just did a podcast together, and he's thinking about uh, doing a bodybuilding show, and I think he's more likely to drop down, which is kind of, I don't know, because oh. he's going to get diced, like a bodybuilding show, like because uh, he is super jacked. So I don't oh, yeah. know if he getting, I don't know if he's going – I think going up in terms of his um, like BMI potential of how stocky he'll get, he might've maxed it, but he's, if he gets shredded, shredded, which he will get shredded, shredded for a bodybuilding show. He said he might, we'll see how he feels when he gets down there. Think about doing 75, just for the fuck of it. Just see what happens, right? In my opinion, he could win that class since Taylor's not there. Right. Mm, if He just had, yo, cause he's still squatting over 300 kilos. Probably. Very well. Oh my god. 
Probably. It, it does depend though, because leverages do change a lot. And but how you feel? Yeah. But yo, that'll be interesting. It, I, it, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I, I mean, it's just another weight class for him as well. Something new mm-hmm. because he's. Been and then kinda... we gotta. Sorry, go ahead. We gotta look at we gotta look at Austin coming back too. We can't sleep on Austin Perkins. He's imagine, a monster. Imagine him versus Austin. Yeah, they're they're squatting similar. Austin might. Out, yo, they're they're pretty similar in all this shit. Yeah, Austin well, got a little bench in him though. Right. Austin got a little bench in him. We'll see what happens when. Um... Like when, when Russ gets down there, maybe he doesn't like how it feels because a lot of people when they get on stage, they feel yeah. like death. Like like I know I've I don't I've talked to some bodybuilding friends and they're like, You don't feel great. Like you don't feel great when you're that yeah. lean. So maybe he gets down there and he's like, Ah, you know what? I'll do the show, but maybe I'm going back to eighty two point five if I'm gonna Yeah. because even even eighty two point five alone, I know that extra point five kilo cut is like why, man? Why? Yeah. To be honest, like, I can imagine me if I would have cut back to ninety three. That's oh, that's a Hell. pain. That'd yeah. be a pain. Yeah. Um, in terms of uh, I know Brandon was kicking this around, but nothing official. But he was thinking about maybe coming into the IPF and battling Keiko, battling Gavin Aiden, oh. battling Chance, battling. Yeah. And that ninety three class was stacked at Worlds. Like Gustav Hedlund and like all over the guys from all over the world, um, mm-hmm. he, if him Petrie throwing his hat in the ring and battling those dudes, what do you think? I know Petrie's obviously in the same team as you, but that would be uh, like imagine him and Chance in Kaiko. I have no bias, no bias at all. Like, but but Petrie and I were adversaries in the direct weight class, right? We were adversaries. Petrie was my equal. He can destroy all those 93s, to be honest. I see him destroying. You got to factor in. He weighed in at 89 and out-totaled Keiko and Chance this year. But I know he did, I know he did out-total. I mean, I know Keiko did put up the higher total this year, but Petrie was still 89 kg. 93? Petrie, you have no... Yo, he's totaling 2K. Or like at least nine hundred kilos. He he already he already did eight ninety five when he went against me at the pro. So you're only giving him more time to get used to ninety three. And he already did eight ninety five. He's aiming for two k if he if he hits ninety three. He even said it on all, I think a recent post. But I can honestly see two k like it's legit. And he was an anniversary of mine. I'm paying attention to detail every lift he has. He's on par with me on every lift. I have him a little on squat when we were 100s, but he was a small 100 at that. So in my opinion, he he was really, he was like 93.4 or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, I ain't gonna lie, Chance, he gotta look out. Keiko gotta look out too. I know um, it's not gonna be easy, and especially if you're traveling for worlds, but Petrie's lowest end, just expect, just, just, yeah, just think about it. And your shoes at the 93. Petrie just did out-totaled you weighing a few kilos less. That's tough. It's tough. That I tough. I would love to see. Here's the thing, too. Brennan is an excellent lifter. And in terms of like um his star blowing up, I think mm-hmm. if he if he won, like because the 93s are so stacked at worlds. 
Um, yeah. I think if he battled those guys and was in a battle like that and won, I think it would blow up his star. And then he goes to Sheffield and is on something. He would be finally get some recognition that like, like, you know, cause he's, yeah. so, he's so good. He deserves, you know, a good battle. Like a head to head, same weight class, good battle. Mm-hmm. And he'll get it. He will get it yeah. at, at worlds for sure. Um, and then, yeah. you know, if you win the close battle like that, if you win a head to head battle, like you said, for you, USAPL, you got Ashton. You go to head-to-head with Ashton and beat Ashton. Massive. Everyone's going to want to watch that. For Petrie, I think 93s um, is where the head-to-head battles are at in the IPF. And, like, if he wins that, God bless, man. Everybody's going to, yeah. you know, he'll get that recognition that he deserves. But um, Yeah, he has, he's got a high chance. He's, a, he's great at all three lifts, SBD. Right. He's an SBD specialist. Right. Yeah, he's an SBD specialist. It's, so yeah, yo, he's in good standings. I know he's he's in good feelings right now. He's good. Do, do you know which way has he told you? Um, expressed to you because he's kind of he told me straight up that he was gonna go that route, but then he, but he hasn't like announced announced it. And look at it, it's early days. He just he just won the ninety kilo, and uh, you know. But what do you think? If you had to bet, do you think he's gonna uh, be like you know what? USAPL. You think he is gonna stay? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, I think his goal might just be com- like compete st- statistically out totaling the 93s just while weighing less. He's going to stay USAPL, most likely. Yeah, most, I mean, I-, I know it's a different ball game when you're at Worlds, but USAPL's incentive to stay just might be stronger in the future. It might be stronger in the future. Word on the street. What, what's, what's the word on the street, my man? I don't really have the word on the street, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> what the word on the street is just the incentive might be stronger to stay, to be honest. Like, like uh, maybe I think prizes, I don't know, something, something's going to change. Like prize money attended, will go up? Something. I didn't attend a meeting, but I heard that uh, it's the incentive is going to be a lot stronger. Oh, they had like a public there was meeting. A reason- this mm-hmm. isn't like a, this isn't like a quiet thing. This is actually like in the public it happened. Oh, I think so. I think they let some things out. I'm not really sure. I didn't attend the meeting, but I just heard some things. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, yeah. So. I mean, yeah. I mean, it, like money helps. If it's money wise, then uh, money can help as well. Um, you know. Bah, shit. Man. I wish the, I wish those guys came over, man. Why they had to go to the IPF route? But it's a some of them aren't, aren't even American, but yeah, it's uh, I mean, it is what it is. It, it, the best would be if everybody was just like going against each other, United, <laughs> right? Why can't we yeah. all be as I know because then we could get all these matchups. It is what it is. Who knows in the you, future? You know what's funny? I, I was for the weight class changes, I was the most for the weight class changes. I actually posted a story saying, please change the weight class, but. I regret IPF splitting with the USAPL. I wish we could have their original weight classes because it would benefit me a lot. And it benefit a lot of other people too. Petrie and asking himself. Um, and plus, I wish we just had that connection, the IPF USAPL route. That would be so nice. Just think about it. For sure. And like um the the more like like rule changes, like weight class changes happened, and then there's some rule changes happening. So like, mm-hmm. like lifting your head in the bench and like some other things are happening. The, yeah. the, the further it changes, 
the more it's not a, even a comparison anymore. Mm-hmm. The more so, deviant. Right. So then it becomes, it's one thing to not even be together affiliated so people can go, go against each other. But then it's becomes like not even comparison on number wise because there'll be too many variables. And then it's, you know, then it's, I don't know. Then it gets kind of weird. Then it's like, well, shit, it's almost like. Yeah. Hey, imagine adapting to a different whole bar, like a whole different ass you, bar. You throw a deadlift bar in there, it's totally different. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, that would never happen, but that would be crazy. That'd be really crazy. Imagine it. Do you think it is a part? You don't, you don't think it would ever happen? A in my bar? opinion, all right. USPA is way ahead of adapting for the, adopting for the future. So adapting for the future. So like, they're already throwing a kabuki bar to get totals higher. So it's only an, an amount of time before USAPL does some type type of thing. Like, I, I don't know, but they're going to try to make totals and numbers more achievable because at some point, world records are going to, I mean, world records are, can always be broken, but it's only going to get so much harder and we're going to need some type of equipment to be help assist us. Like a fat pad. What if we start using a fat pad during comp? Right. Like that's, that's an example. Uh yeah, equipments are gonna be built to favor us and for fa- to favor our favor what we total in the future. So I could see some type of change in, in terms of like um comparisonal fall off, but you it you could see where they might want to lean into a point of differentiation for differentiation for the point of look at you already have um a possible IPF route. So if you want to go USAPL, maybe maybe leaning into different. Like, like, look, we offer, you know, a different experience is what they want to do anyway. So maybe a deadlift bar or whatever. I don't know if it's deadlift bar. We're just tossing this idea, but there's other yeah. things, right? Lifting your heels in the bench is okay. You don't have oh to, God. but you could like, there. who knows? Like lifting your that head. That would be crazy. That would be crazy. Lifting things, your heels. Like little things, right? Like they'll yeah. have to think about it. They want to think about it because you don't want to go too far, but little points of differentiation so that you have a different experience. Um, yeah. And it, it'll get more people, like it might get people to, it might. to switch over from either IPF to Americans or USPA. Right. Cause you, cause in the American market, like in the international market, maybe they don't like the idea of head up, heels up, blah, blah, blah. But mm-hmm. in the U S it's a different market, man. And for people who are like, USPA and et cetera, to bring them over. If you're like, look, we're going to have some fun. We're going to loosen up some of the stuff. When we were at the IPF, we couldn't do these things. Now we can. And maybe that's how you bring some people over. I don't know. This is like, um, and you don't want to get too loose because, you know, but uh, it is ideas. It's, it's interesting. Anyways, we'll see what happens. So so you don't think Brennan's coming over a day. I was kind of getting hyped for that battle. In my opinion, I don't know. I don't know. You know, anything is possible. Right. But if he does, yo, chance, hold on to that world championship. It'll be coming. a battle, man. It'll be he's so coming. good. It'll be, it'll yo, be so it will fun. Be, it will be. You'd see, you'd honestly probably see the war record deadlift get traded back and forth. Yeah. How crazy would that be, man? Yeah. Uh, how crazy would that be? What's so the, what's the future for you? Um, you know, leading out the rest of the year, do you plan on, doing like a local meet blowing that up seeing what kind of total you could get or are you just going to stay big um, games in terms of like virginia pro and like stuff like that yeah local meet i'll be honest i'm not doing a local meet unless it's for money i'll be honest local meet is uh it and it's not i don't need i wouldn't want to put up a big total for a local meet because it doesn't mean anything it's just another gym day in my opinion 
Great. So it's just a Virginia Pro. Chase 600 dots because I know Ash. Ash is either chasing 2200 or 600 dots or both. He's either chasing these those two. So I'm chasing those two. Um, and yeah, that is literally the focus. That is it. I got six six months. Bring it on. And bulk up. Come back a bigger man. And bulk. I do got a little Chico with me. Bulk up a little bit. Yeah. It's going to be a good one, yo. It's going to be a really good one. Put in every now and then. Let me know your calories. Or if you don't put them in your captions, I'll ask you because I'm interested. Ah, okay, you, bet. Yeah, you. I want to see how far you can push this because that's what oh, you're going to be eating. I could eat a lot. I promise you. 5K is nothing. I was starving. Like I said, I was starving on 3.8K. I bet you, like, if you shared how much you ate at 5K, I think you get a lot of people interested because that's really? going to be Damn. a dog for sure. That's going to be a lot for of the, food, man. For the, um, right before I competed, the day before, I had 4.2K calories right before I competed. I was eating pure peanut butter and peanut butter sandwiches. Fuck. With um, honey. That's it. That's all I ate. Yeah. I, I, yeah, dude, that's a lot of peanut butter. <laughs> honey, Angelo, dude. Angelo could back me up because we, we were in the same Airbnb. That's a hell of a lot of peanut butter honey sandwiches, my man. I, I could fucking probably smash 4K worth of that too. Though. That's a there's certain foods I could yeah. smash if like peanut butter and honey, fuck yeah, or pizza. Mm-hmm. But if you have 4,000 yeah. calories of pizza, you're probably not going to be. Oh, gonna no, be no, 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 you're going to be in trouble. No, 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 no. We, we, I, I eat pretty clean. You got to get that 4K pretty clean. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to put on this weight as clean as possible. Yeah, clean I mean, I, I and slow, slow. I can't picture you being a chubby dude. <laughs> if I I don't want to push it too fast. I know I feel like the heaviest I will ever weigh in my life would probably be the heaviest I could weigh is probably two fifty, and I'm not even trying to be two fifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you didn't care about being chubby, you could be two fifty for sure. You could be we'll two fifty fifty in a month. If you didn't care about being chubby. Oh, like me and Rondell is the same height, and he's a big guy. Yeah. Him, you, Ashton, and Rondell in the 110s would be an absolute phenomenal show. Oh, my God. You have no idea how bad I wanted Rondell to compete at the 110s, yo. I wanted to see what he he could do. I feel like Rondell would, oh, my God. What's what's holding him back? What what happened there? Is it? um... Uh, He cramped too hard on the cut, I heard. And um, it got too serious. It was, yeah. I think he's, I don't know how heavy he is, but I know the cut was too harsh on him. I wish he could do 110. In my opinion, he got the highest. If he could do what I think he can do, he'd have the highest potential out of all of us three, all three of us, in my opinion. Right. If he can make 110, it just depends how hard it is for him. Yeah. If he could actually compete on the day. To it's be honest, cool. I would love to compete against Rondell, yo. It would be nice. Because he was a 105, man. He was a junior 105 world champion in 2018. And he must yeah. have just been packing on weight. He yeah, must. He's tall. And it's not messing up his leverage at all either. Like, he can yeah. get into beautiful positioning. Squat and bench benefits amazingly. It's the rightfully so. Get that weight. Yeah. He can be the goal. Shit. We just need him on the platform. It's been a hot minute since he's competed. Yeah, I, I, I'm dying to see him compete. I'm gonna. I'm, matter of fact, after this, I'm gonna DM him and ask him. Same. I think I'm I will too. <laughs> I, think, I think I will too. 
Um, sounds good, man. And uh, I was going to ask you something. Oh, yeah. I also wanted to ask you a couple questions, like obviously, so people get to know you a little better. What is your favorite food and your favorite food, your favorite music artist, and your favorite movie? Favorite music artist. Okay. My favorite music right now, my favorite song is theme song Kurt Angle because it gets me in the zone. But if we're not talking about lifting, I like throwbacks. I like 90s. I don't really have a favorite artist. No shit. I, have, I, I like, yeah, I like 90s. I vibe. I love me some Aaliyah. Yeah, that shit gets me in the zone. Dude, I the like 90s everything. are coming back, versatile. man. Yeah, I'm versatile. Uh, with food, I don't really eat out that Oh, my God. This past, when I was in Vegas, I had lobster macaroni. And cheese and that was the craziest shit I've ever tasted. That that's my favorite automatically. I don't even need to be eating like that. But yeah. before that day, I would have had a cheeseburger. But <laughs> lobster macaroni. I gotta find me some in New York. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Pretty much. What was the other questions you asked? Movie. One more. The last Movie. one. Wow. Or actor. I'll actor take actor. Is Denzel. Actor is Denzel any day. Denzel could do anything. He's nice as hell. Denzel could play any role. Like training day when he won, he won an Oscar in training day. He was amazing in training day. Yo, Malcolm X too. Oh my God. Malcolm X. Rocky Rocky is probably my favorite movie series. Same dude. Rocky's my favorite movie. Hey, hey, okay. It's just so iconic. I used to watch it when I was five. So now. Yeah. My favorite animated series, animated movie is probably The Incredibles. Yeah, Maybe because his, his name is Bob too. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair, man. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. Well, That's listen, man. I appreciate your time and you coming on the podcast. And um, look forward, man. Look forward to seeing you competing again. And uh, stay you. in the loop, my man. Stay in the loop. Super proud of everything you've accomplished, man. I seen you come up from the get go uh, when you first hit the scene, and now being, you know, the champ in the 100 kilo class, best lifter. Hey, thank and, you, like, man. It's, I can't, if when you go into the 110s, you versus Ashton, if that's the Virginia pro, there's no fucking way I'm going to miss it. And if Rondell makes it and he's there. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. That would be so nice. It'll be a grip, though. Battle of the Titans is coming, man. It's coming. That's it. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you, man. Keep in touch and good luck. Definitely, man. Thank you. Have a good one. You bet. See you, man. Have a good one.